Hey, it's Anna Sale, and I want to thank you for listening to Death, Sex, and Money, where I explore the big questions and hard choices that are often left out of polite conversation. You can hear new episodes ad-free every week on Amazon Music, where you can find Death, Sex, and Money and all of your Slate favorites without the ads. I want to thank you for listening and for all your support as we at Death, Sex, and Money have made our move to Slate. Your stories, voice memos, and emails have meant so much to the team. As part of this transition, there's a new way to support our show financially at Slate, our new home. And you'll get something special in return. Subscribe to Slate Plus, and you'll not only support our work on death, sex, and money, you'll get access to new benefits, including listening to us and all of the other great shows Slate makes, like Slow Burn and Dakota Ring, without any ads or sponsor breaks. To subscribe, just click Try Free at the top of the Death, Sex, and Money show page on Apple Podcasts or visit slate.com slash DSM plus to get access wherever you listen. Thanks. Hey, it's Anna. We've been talking about alcohol on Death, Sex, and Money, what you like about having it in your life and what you do when you don't want to drink. When I crave alcohol... Uh, what else would you do? Uh, First, always think of water instead. <laughs> sometimes I pray. I cook. I cook. I'm a chef. That's what I do. Instead, you should try for a dopamine rush to get a workout, eat some chocolate or something fun. We asked these New Yorkers how they deal with the urge, along with you, our listeners. And we put together this little special audio extra. Because this came up a lot when you shared your stories about alcohol that you could use more tips about what to do instead of having booze, whether you're sober or not. Like Rachel, whom I talked to in our episode a few weeks ago. She's a therapist who has two little kids and the habit of relaxing with one or two drinks most nights. She told me she wants to drink less, but is trying to figure out how she can still give herself a treat. Chocolate works pretty well. <laughs> uh-huh. I have definitely used that as a substitute sometimes. Um... Sometimes, though, I will just try to kind of acknowledge the impulse and just like, yeah, like, I really want to, I really want to mix that drink right now. But instead, I'm going to turn on this music really loud and sing ridiculously and dance around for five minutes and see if it passes. You know, it's like you have to kind of surf the urge. When you all are surfing that urge, a lot of you skip alcohol by swapping in something else. If the craving gets very intense, uh, I'll usually splurge on something like french fries. I will instead choose Perrier or Pellegrino. Sometimes I'll stop by a store and get myself a bottle of Topo Chico, which is like the most bubbliest, bubbliest, bubbliest mineral water ever, which is really distracting. I make myself a cup of tea. I go out on the balcony and I drink that and I take some time to actually relax instead of just chemically relaxing. I've gotten really into craft non-alcoholic beer. It's perfect because it can ship to your door and you don't have to sign for it. So what I like to do when I can't have an alcoholic drink is I replace that craving with a Malta India. It comes in a container that is glass and looks like a Corona bottle. So it looks like it's a beer, and it even tastes like a beer, too. It's just, you don't get a buzz. The physical act of holding that beer bottle or drinking out of a fancy glass is something else we heard a lot about. It's amazing what can happen when you pour something non-alcoholic into a wine glass. All of a sudden, you just feel that much more sophisticated. 
So I just swapped my gin and tonic for a straight tonic, but I asked the barman to make it look like a GNT. So put it into a gin glass, um, you know, put all the, the various little herbs or spices with it, fill it with ice, and it's a, it's a great way to, um, to be drinking without actually drinking. But when you say no to a drink, a lot of you worry you're saying no to other things, too. A listener named Abby really liked hanging out with coworkers at happy hour, but she wanted to drink less. So I joined a recreational soccer league. It's a good excuse both to myself and to others to say no to happy hour when I have a soccer game on weeknights. And of course, I still have a drink now and then, um, but everything in moderation, right? How much you drink is also connected to who's in your life and who's not, like for Brandon. I recently ended a two-year relationship with my boyfriend, and since I moved out, I've realized how big of a role alcohol played with the two of us. Now that I'm on my own, when I have a craving for alcohol, I find myself diving into a home improvement project. I'm in the process of reupholstering my dining room chairs, and my next project will be reupholstering an old wingback chair. So a lot of you recommended distractions when you get the urge to drink. But there's some feelings you can't get away from. I notice that I have sort of an inner turmoil, like childlike, tantrum-like response to not having a drink. This is a listener named Claire. Alcohol for me was really became like a self-medication and this adult sort of reward so a few months ago, I started really cutting down on alcohol. And, um, I noticed that when I'm abstaining from drinking, I'll end up eating like a whole bag of candy or frustratingly making myself like a, an equally sweet like mocktail when I get home and just sort of like having this like, it really is like a small tantrum, like as if I'm a kid that can't have this adult thing that I so associated with, like, celebration and relaxing. Relaxing. That's really what you're reaching for when you go to pour that drink. And some of you told us, instead of drinking now... I'll smoke pot. I will take some CBD. Now I use a little bit of tincture in my tea at night, and uh, it's been a really nice alternative. So I don't know if that's replacing one vice with another, but it seems to be working for me. That is another episode. Thanks to all of you who sent in your drinking alternatives and to intern Emily Nadal for taking to the streets of New York for us. Head over to our Instagram to see some photos you sent us of what you do instead of drink alcohol. We've got a picture of Brandon's reupholstered dining room chairs there, and they look great. You can submit your own photo to deathsexmoney at wnyc.org. I'm Anna Sale, and this is Death, Sex, and Money from WNYC.